I wasn't going to talk about it. I wasn't going to go there. But I decided to follow the cliche and talk about gratitude on this Thanksgiving week 2020. Because honestly, everything looks a little different than it normally does this time of year. And ultimately, it's my podcast and I can do what I want. So (laughs) let's talk about gratitude today. Hey mama, welcome back to the Joy-Filled Mama podcast. I'm Jenna, Jesus follower, coffee lover, and tiny human raiser. If you're ready to reclaim joy in motherhood, find purpose in your season, and learn how to embrace life as a fully connected, fully engaged, truly joy-filled mama, then you've come to the right place. Together, we will dive into the struggles we face in postpartum and motherhood, reveal truths that will carry us through the hard stuff, and discover the joy-filled life we were meant to have. So refill your coffee, throw that AirPod in, because I know you're probably multitasking a million and one things right now, and let's dive in. I know what you're thinking. What about the fourth trimester series? Where's the last episode of the fourth trimester series? I thought we were going to be talking about postpartum. Well, my friend, I decided to wrap up the fourth trimester series early. I decided that Birdie's birthday week was a great time to wrap it up. And I felt like the past three episodes covered the majority of frequently asked questions that I get all the time about postpartum and fourth trimester and all of that stuff. But y'all know that I am passionate about normalizing talking about postpartum, so I promise that will not be the end of fourth trimester talks. You can expect plenty more from me. Postpartum is my thing. I love talking about it, so we will talk about it more, I promise. Before we dive in to today's episode, let's read our review of the week from Jess Glass 2010. Jess gave a five-star review, and she said, so relatable. Jenna's podcast makes me feel like I am having coffee with a friend. I find myself agreeing with her out loud when I am listening. LOL. She inspires me to be the best mama I can be. Jess, you know what's funny about that is that I am literally sitting here right now with a cup of coffee in my hand, recording this episode. So we literally are having virtual coffee. We're having a virtual coffee date. And you obviously know me because you know that having coffee with a friend is my jam. (laughs) Hey, Jess, make sure to DM me on Instagram at jennagriffith.co. I want to get a gift to you just to say thank you for listening and thank you for taking the time to write a review. I feel like a little bit of a broken record, but I always feel like I have to say this. I am so grateful for every single person who takes the time to write a review. In fact, right now, pause this episode, go leave a review in iTunes, write a written review, and maybe next week I will read your review and we'll send you a gift. It it means the world to me, honestly, when you guys write reviews and it helps this podcast get into more ears and more people that need it. So thank you for those of you who are writing reviews. And if you haven't written a review yet, honestly, what are you waiting for? Just go write a review. (laughs) 
Okay, so enough about reviews. Now let's dive in to this week's episode. So like I said, we are talking about gratitude. I wanted, well, actually, I didn't want to talk about gratitude at first because I just felt like everybody talks about gratitude and thankfulness. On Thanksgiving week, it's super popular to talk about this topic and I didn't want to be cliche and I didn't want to just talk about like, oh, we all need to be grateful because honestly, I know that this year has been really hard and I know that it, for some of you, it might be harder to find things to be grateful for this year and it might feel like that's such a silly cliche topic, but then God kind of fixed my <laughs> fixed my focus a little bit and I kind of realized that that's why I need to talk about gratitude today. I looked up the definition of gratitude because I think that thankfulness and gratitude get interchanged a lot when honestly they have really different definitions. And so I looked up the actual definition of gratitude so that I could read it to you and the first part of it was was about thankfulness. I can't remember exactly what it said, but the second part of the definition is what I want to focus on today in this episode. The second part of the definition was readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. So clearly, gratitude isn't just thankfulness. Gratitude feels that definition. I'm going to read it again. Readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. When I hear the word readiness, like readiness to show appreciation, I think of somebody like literally sitting on the edge of their seat waiting to just jump up and show gratitude or waiting for an opportunity, looking, seeking out opportunities to show appreciation and to to return kindness. And who doesn't need kindness this year? I mean, I feel like there's so much division and so much hate and so much just opposition and everyone's picking a side and everyone's like against each other right now with the climate of our country. So gratitude is more, it's always important, but I just feel like right now it is more important than ever to have a posture of gratitude and to be ready to show appreciation and ready to return kindness. And so gratitude, it's not just thankfulness. It's not just, because I think, when I think of thankfulness, I think of like thanking somebody, thankfulness in our hearts, which is great and we need that. We need thankfulness in our hearts. We need it. You know, we need to be thankful. We need to stay thankful. But gratitude, it's like an overflowing of thankfulness to the people around us. And it's, it's thankfulness that, that overflows out of us and that turns active. Gratitude is active. It's not just a heart thing, but it's, it's something that people can see. It's something that we have to actively, you know, to show appreciation and to return kindness. Those are active words. And, and so gratitude, it doesn't just stay in our hearts. It doesn't just stay in our, in our journal. It doesn't just stay in our, in our head. Gratitude is active and it's seen and it's given and it's an expectation of good things. That's something that I wrote down that I really felt like God wanted me to say that gratitude, it's expecting good things to happen. It's expecting there to be kindness for you to return. (laughs) It's expecting things to appreciate, you know? 
So gratitude, that's what gratitude is. How does it change us? And how can we how can we use gratitude to change the climate of our homes? When I think of being ready to show appreciation and when I think of gratitude, the first thing I think of, and maybe this is because I'm not very good at it and maybe you're like me, I think of, wow, I need to be ready to show appreciation for my husband a lot more than I do right now. <laughs> I I think that it's easy for us as wives and mothers to just get into the everyday routine and we're grateful and we're happy, but we're not showing gratitude where we need to show gratitude the most. And so when we actively show gratitude, it changes the climate of our home because when we show appreciation for our husbands and for our children, when we actually show it, not just think it in our heads or believe it in our hearts or think about how amazing they are. Because I know if you're listening, you probably are like, my husband's great. He helped so much. I love my husband. But when's the last time you told him, thank you. I'm so grateful for you. You are, you make my life so much better. Our family is so much better because you're in it. Like when's the last time you told your husband that? For me, it's been a while, to be honest. And I think that the more that we actively show gratitude, the more it's going to change the climate of our home. There's, it's going to, it's going to lift, you know, it's going to lift the attitude and the mood in our home. And a lot of the time I, and a, a lot of people say this, I don't even, I don't know who said it, but we are the gatekeepers of our homes. And a lot of people in like the wellness community will say that about, um, like products that we're using and if you know me you know that I love using clean and natural safe products and so we are the gatekeepers of our homes when it comes to the physical things that come into our home but also when it comes to the moods and the attitudes and the behaviors that comes into our home we the wives and the mothers we are the gatekeepers and we decide what comes into our home and what stays and what is not allowed in our home And so for me, I want gratitude to be something that stays in my home and to be something that that comes into my home and is is common. I want gratitude to be a common thing in my home. But somebody has to be the first one to bring gratitude. And that's us. That's us. We've got to bring gratitude into our home. If you don't like the climate of your home, if your home feels like everyone's busy, nobody spends time with each other, if your home feels like there's strife or it feels uneasy, try bringing gratitude into your home. Try actively showing appreciation for the people in your home. Try showing kindness and returning kindness. Try gratitude because I can almost guarantee you, you will begin to see the climate of your home change. Are we looking for ways to show appreciation? Are we looking, seeking? Like I said before, the the word readiness makes me feel like a person who's ready to be grateful, a person who's ready to show gratitude is like on the edge of their seat. They're ready. They're looking. They're seeking out ways to show appreciation. They're seeking out opportunities for gratitude. And that is the kind of mother and the kind of wife and the kind of woman that God wants us to be. 
we need to stop waiting for somebody else to tell us that they're grateful for us and so then we can return it. We need to stop waiting around for gratitude to just magically come into our home. If you're not happy with the climate of your home, bring gratitude into your home. We as mothers, we have a big job. It's true. And a lot of times it's a thankless job. A lot of times it feels like an unseen and unnoticed job. Um, A lot of the stuff we do, even our husbands don't know the extent of our everyday life and of what we uh, what we experience and what we go through and what we deal with on just a day-to-day basis. And I think that there's a grace for that and God gives us a grace for that. And I just want to pause right here. And if, if you're feeling unseen, if you're feeling unnoticed, if you're feeling like you do so much and nobody thanks you, I just want you to know that your work, the work that you're doing as a mother, it goes so far beyond just this earth. It goes so far beyond just your home. It is holy work that you are doing and God sees you. And I know that that feels cliche and it feels like, oh, well, God sees me, but really truly hear this today. God sees you. He sees your sacrifice. He sees the moments crying on the floor. He sees you in your struggle. He's with you in your struggle. And I just want you to know this is totally not related to what we're talking about today, but I just felt like I wanted, somebody needs to hear today that you are seen and you are loved and you are so needed in your home and and the work that you're doing, the, the unseen behind the scenes work that you're doing is so valuable and you are raising up arrows that will do mighty things for the kingdom. So be encouraged today that, that you are seen and you are loved. <laughs> Anyways, um, I, that was just a little a little side tangent that I felt like I needed to say because I know how it feels to, to feel, I know how I've been there feeling so unseen and so unthanked and it's a struggle to, to kind of thank yourself and, and, you know, like David encouraged himself in the Lord. I just encourage yourself today. But as mothers, it's, it is our job to stay in a posture of gratitude and to be the the example of that, to lead by example in our home. So what are some practical ways that we can stay in a posture of gratitude? One thing that I do is I include a gratitude list in my devotion time. So a lot of people like to replace their devotion time. I've noticed this on, it's a trend. Gratitude journaling is a trend right now. And I think that people are making the mistake of replacing their devotion time with just gratitude journaling, and that's not enough. You need to get in your word. You need to be reading the Bible. I try to every day. I'm not perfect. None of us are. But find moments where you can get in your word and have some devotion time and include a gratitude list in that. My rules for a gratitude list are that they have to be, I usually write five to ten things. And my rules are that they have to be small and specific things. So usually I'm grateful for coffee, (laughs) Um, but sometimes I write simple things like I'm grateful for cozy blankets. I'm grateful for early mornings. I'm grateful that my kids sleep through the night. I'm grateful that Brian 
can work from home. So I, I list all these things that I'm grateful for. And then I have things to focus on for the day. And that helps me stay in a posture of gratitude. I'm grateful that I get to be home with my kids so that I write that kind of thing down so that then when, you know, the kids are nap striking or screaming their heads off or it feels chaotic in the home, I can go back to that list that I made that says I'm grateful that I'm able to stay home with my kids and it can, it grounds me and it keeps that posture of gratitude. And so then I'm reminded that, no, I need to be, I need to be looking for gratitude in this moment. I know it would be easy to get overwhelmed. It would be easy to get mad. It would be easy to yell along with the kids, but that's not going to be helpful. What's going to be helpful is me looking for ways to be grateful and staying in a posture of gratitude. So gratitude lists, including those with your devotion time, is a great way to stay in a posture of gratitude. Another way that I stay in a posture of gratitude, and I hope that when you're hearing this, this is like me, when I'm speaking, this is like me on an ideal day. Obviously, I am not perfect and I am human and not every day is like this perfect, I'm I'm this perfect, grateful, soft-spoken mother who's just, oh, I'm so grateful for my family. Like, no, I yell, I get stressed out, I get overwhelmed, I get at the end of my rope, but then I have to remember, come back to Jesus, come back to the center, come back to gratitude. So it's a it's a prog it's a process for me, just like it's a process for you, and we're in this together, and that's why I'm talking about this. But anyways, another thing that I love to do to stay in a posture of gratitude is to start my prayers always with thanksgiving. So I always start with, thank you, God, for fill in the blank. Thank you, God, for for my children. Thank you that I get to raise them up. Thank you for Miles and his strong will. You know, so thanking God for the things that sometimes are really hard for me. Like, Miles is a very strong-willed child, and that can be hard. But I know that a strong-willed child turns into if raised right and if if I point him to Jesus and and help him channel that gift that being strong-willed can be a gift and he can turn into you know a leader and maybe a CEO or I know he's going to do big things because nobody can stop him so I <laughs> I always try to start my prayers with thanksgiving and thankfulness and gratitude it's another way to just stay in a posture of gratitude and then the last thing that I feel like I've said multiple times today is just seek out opportunities to be grateful. Remember, if you need to, write it down. Write down the definition of gratitude. I'll read it to you one more time. Gratitude is readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. Write that down somewhere where you see it all the time and then look for opportunities to show gratitude, to be grateful, to show appreciation. Seek out opportunities in your everyday to return kindness and to show appreciation and to be grateful. Because when we're seeking out, when we're looking for opportunities to be grateful, that will help our hearts to stay in a posture of gratitude as mothers, as wives, as women. I hope that this was helpful for you today. And I hope that you have a wonderful Thanksgiving if you're listening to this on the day that it airs. And if you're listening to this 
after Thanksgiving, I hope that you carry gratitude in your home and in your heart. Wherever you go and whatever you do, I um, am praying for you that that God would help you and help us to just stay in a posture of gratitude and to lead with gratitude and to lead with gratefulness as we as we live our lives unto him. So I love you and I will talk to you next week. Hey mama, real quick before we go, if this podcast brought value to you today, could you do me a favor and head over to iTunes and leave a review? I love hearing about what God is doing through this podcast and it would mean so much to me to know how you are enjoying it. Praying joy, unspeakable joy over you today and always and praying that you face whatever life brings at you with the joy of the Lord as your strength. I'll see you next week.